So we finally got some new information about ARK Space ETF. We know when they're going to start trading. We know some other new holdings. So let's talk about them in today's episode. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and follow me on Twitch where I live stream, taking a look at stocks you want me to look at. So let's get started. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor service you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done some crazy returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit thefool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now back to today's episode. All right, guys, so now we officially have a date of ARCX and their launch date is on March 30th of 2021. So tomorrow. And we also have a lot of information of who are, what are the, some of the top holdings. But first, I want to take a look at what are the companies they're looking at, what type of customers, what type of markets, what type of countries. Let, let's find out everything we can. So ARCX is going to be an actively managed ETF that's going to be focusing on companies that are engaged in the funds investing theme, which is going to be space exploration and innovation. The advisors define space exploration as leading, enabling, or benefiting from technology technology enabled products and or services that occur beyond the surface of the earth. So here we can take a look at the four main markets or technologies that they're trying to hit. First is the orbital aerospace companies. And these are companies that launch, make services or operate platforms in the orbital space, including satellites and launch vehicles. Then they have the aerospace company. This is the second market. And these are companies that launch, make, service or operate platforms in the suborbital space, but do not reach a velocity needed to remain in orbit or around a planet. The third market they're going to hit is enabling technology companies. And these are companies that develop technologies used by space explorations related companies for successful value add aerospace explorations. These operations include things like artificial intelligence, like robotics, 3D printing, materials and energy storages. The final market they're going to hit is aerospace beneficiary companies. These are companies whose operations stand to benefit from aerospace activities, including agriculture, internet access, global positioning, construction, imaging, drones, air taxis, and electric aviation vehicles. All right, so now that we see the four markets they're hitting, they actually give us a breakdown of how this fund is starting off. Orbital aerospace is going to make up about 28.6. Suborbital is about 5.6. Then we have enabling technology at 24.9. And finally, aerospace beneficiaries at about 39.7. It seems like right now, most of the companies that are investing are the ones that are going to do well right now that are not making, right? These are the aerospace beneficiaries are not the ones that are making the satellites, are not the ones that are, are creating these orbital spacecrafts or anything like that. These are the ones here on, on Earth that are using some form of GPS 
or that are going to use this increasement of technology up in the up in orbits that will allow their business to grow and grow even more. Now, if we take a look at market cap, about 70% of the total business are companies over $10 billion in valuation. 31.9% comes from Mega, which is $100 billion plus, and about 38.3 comes from Large, which are between 10 to $100 billion. If we take a look at their geographic breakdown, 73.2% come from North America, 10.2 from Western Europe, 13.9 from Asia Pacific, and about 1.5 from Africa and the Middle East. All right, so now we know pretty much what this ETF is about, right? The markets they're hitting. We know the type of size of companies they have. And we also see that their geographic breakdown. Now let's get a little bit deeper. So ARK did give us their full list of holdings as of 326 of 2021. And this is their Friday. This was Friday closing. Remember, this ETF will open up tomorrow trading. I don't know if there's a special time, but they already gave us their holdings. Right now, they have 39 holdings in this ETF, pretty much the same size as their other active ETFs. And right now, the three companies, we're going to do a closer look at them, but the three are Trimbo. They have the 3D printing ETF, and they also have Kratos Defense and Security, ticker KTOS. And those make up 8.4, 6.1, and 5.6% of the total weight. So about 20% of the total portfolio is within those three companies. So the first company we're going to take a look at is Trimble Inc. This is traded under the NASDAQ as ticker TRMB. It's currently sitting at $65.28 and after hours is up 1%. It has a market cap of $18.9 billion. And we can see, right, this, I, I, I'm happy to see this, that even though this is the number one holding, the stock price did not move. I would have expected investors to try to jump in, especially since it's such a crazy low market cap. Year to date, this stock is up about 12.6%. And from its all time high in the past 12 months, the stock is barely down. It's down about 3%. So now let's take a closer look at what Trimble does. So let's, the core industries they serve are geospatial, agriculture, construction, and transportation. And I can already see this is probably going to be one of those beneficiary companies because, right, they're not producing anything for space relations, but because of this overall increase of like GPS, probably imagery, this company can continue to grow. For example, yeah, so here we can see, right, with construction and agriculture, they kind of, it seems like they use satellite imagery to help their customers grow and grow. If we take a look at transportation, it has to deal with GPS. So again, this is definitely one of those beneficiary companies. If we take a look at future growth, analysts believe this company will grow 7.3% on average for the next three to five years. So it is not a hyper growth stock, right? And it's pretty insane, right? Because we've seen most of arts ETFs, they are some very, very heavily growth stocks in those lists. Um, so it's pretty cool to see that number one is more of a slow grower. We can see this one's already profitable and it is positive in cash flow from operations. If we take a look at its balance sheet, the balance sheet is pretty good, right? They have plenty of long-term and other assets, cash and short-term investments, and debt, especially since this company is profitable and has positive cash flow from operations. 
I do believe this balance sheet is a-okay, right? All right, so now we take a look at their second holding. That's the 3D printing ETF, and this weights about 6.1% of the total portfolio. For those that don't know, print ETF is actually another of ARK's ETF. But there's something different about these, this ETF compared to the other ETFs we know ARK is about. So this is ticker PRNT, but this is an index equity ETF. Unlike ARKX, which is going to be an actively uh, actively traded ETF where we're going to see daily trades, this index equi equity ETF is more quiet. This one, this is an index equity ETF, which just follows the total 3D printing ETF. It's pretty much similar to like how SPY is an ETF that it's an index ETF that follows the S&P 500. And this is designed to track the price movements of stock companies involved in the 3D printing industry, right? So some of the markets they're hitting are 3D printing hardware, CAD design, simulation softwares, 3D printing centers, scanning and measurement companies, and also 3D printing materials. So if we take a look at the sectors, this ARCX space ETF we're gonna hit, I believe this 3D print ETF is actually the enabling technology market, right? We saw the enabling technology market are operations including like artificial intelligence, like robotics, 3D printing. And right now the 3D printing ETF can actually, is actually traded on the BATS as ticker PRNT. And right now, year to date, this has returned about 19.6%. Uh, and it is down a nice amount from its all-time highs of the year. It's down about 25.35. Now, if we take a look at the third company, this is going to be Kratos Defense and Security. And this weights about 5.6% of the total ETF. So this is traded under the NASDAQ as ticker KTOS and is sitting under to about $27.43. Today, it was up about 5.4%, and after hours, it's up another 3%. I'm guessing investors are pretty excited that this is joining ARCX. It has a market cap of about $3.4 billion. We can see year-to-date, the stock is pretty much flat. It's up 4.02%, and it is down about 17.5% from its all-time highs. So Kratos is a defense and security company, and these are the main markets they're hitting. And right off the bat, we can see why ArcX is getting into them. So the main markets they're hitting are the unmanned system. This is something that's going to need GPSing signaling, right? They're also in space training and cybersecurity, one of those orbital um, markets. They also have defense and rocket support services. These are a form of drones, of UAVs as well. Here we can, if we take a look at their investors presentation, they do talk about their space and satellite communication. So we can see Kratos is the leading provider of satellite command and control and telemetry tracking and control ground systems in the world. Kratos supports about 80% of space missions at the moment. Kratos is also the leading provider of affordable, high-performance tactical jets, power drone, unmanned aerial systems in the industry. They have about four drone variants in this class flying today. Kratos drones are the highest performance UAVs in the world. So right now, if we take a look at future growth, analysts believe Kratos will grow 10.9% on average for the next three to five years. So this is, again, not a heavy growth company, but it definitely has some, it's definitely running, right? It has some legs moving it along. It is profitable in earnings and it is positive in cash flow from operations. So that's pretty good. If we take a look at their balance sheet, their balance sheet also looks amazing. They have plenty of cash compared to debt. Remember, they were profitable and they were positive in cash flow from operations. 
So that was a quick overview of ARKX, the new ETF that's going to come out tomorrow. Um, if you guys want me to do a further breakdown on the next three companies, feel free to let me know in the comments below. Or if you want me to go a little more in depth of any of these, feel free to share in the comments. Uh, I do believe this ETF is going to be pretty cool. It's in a, a pretty great market. I'm not sure yet how I'm going to do it. I pretty much do more actively manage my portfolio, um, but sometimes it, it might be great to enter certain ETFs. So take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.